Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. <laughs> anyway, I'm James. I'm Jody. Eek! <laughs> spooky Jody, right away! Don't sound so excited, Jody! <laughs> I'm Jody. I lost my tail. <laughs> When you started to say that, though, the first thing I thought of was Marvin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Japanese movies. Don't talk to me about Japanese movies. <laughs> They're rubbish. I've seen them all. <laughs> oh, so you like English movies. They're rubbish, too. <laughs> uh yeah Woo. so what are we talking about today um we're gonna talk about a japanese movie <laughs> oh well how apropos yeah guess i never would have thought of that snicker <laughs> <laughs> no no i thought of it that was my idea mine <laughs> stop taking credit <laughs> I, for one, will say, so far out of the three Japanese horror movies that we've discussed, if I was going to take credit for any of them, it'd be this one. Okay, Cause, cool. Because the, the other two were not exactly my favorite. Oh, they, they had good things. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. Cool. Me too. I, I would hope, since you suggested it and you've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> you one of those assholes who, I hated this movie. Who else can I make suffer? <laughs> I usually do that with the movies I like, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you still make us suffer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> For example, the Japanese movie that you made me watch, where the guy takes a soup ladle or whatever the crap it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we've, we've brought that up. <laughs> uh, yes. And I will always bring it up every time you mention Japanese theater. <laughs> <laughs> You mean like Kabuki? Oh, that's gross, man. No, Kabuki. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes. I, I guess we we could start. I'm going to put the pie to my face and let you tell the people what movie we're actually talking about. Oh, well, do you want to talk about the movie first or tell them what pints we're drinking? Oh, we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. I'm, I'm just having, a because it's spooky season, a Sam Adams Jacko pumpkin ale cool i'll have to look for that just, just nice basic pumpkin spiced autumnal ale okay mm-hmm. yeah i've had it before it's good it's not the best it's good cool. i like it i'm interested to see what you're having because i know you might be having something you've never had before i am having something i've never had before it's uh it's it's not too bad it is a uh 12s 12 12 fives something i don't know uh it's it's a hard coffee ah a hard coffee yeah it's uh 12 12 12 fives i don't know it's, it's like the word 12 number five apostrophe s no spaces so i, I don't know if it's supposed to be 12s or 12 fives <laughs> uh, i mean it looks like it'd be 12 fives but i don't know <laughs> yeah um but it's rebel hard coffee limited edition I'm getting my basic white girl on. Pumpkin spice latte. 
Uh, well, first, I can't say anything about pumpkin spice and basic bitchness. <laughs> I know you can't. <laughs> huh, looks interesting. I, I think I found it, but I'll I'll actually look at it later. Okay. Well, I just I just put it in the app, so. Oh, that'll make it easier to find. Um, it's it's actually not bad, and it's only like five percent. Um, tastes 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 very much like a uh, pumpkin spice latte, and not much of an alcohol flavor. So, cool. It's it's pretty good. I I mean I didn't rate it real high because it's not a style I would probably buy on my own, but um, I, it was uh, my my girlfriend got it for me because she knows how much of a basic bitch you are. Yes, <laughs> but she but she still loves you. And yes. that's where it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She 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 lets me indulge in the pumpkin spice. Oh, is um, she not a pumpkin spice person? No, no, she is not. <laughs> I bought my pumpkin spice Oreos and my pumpkin spice twig or uh not Twix, uh Kit Kats and I thought you were gonna say twigs. <laughs> twi- twigs, yeah. Um and uh somebody last night was telling me about pumpkin ice cream that i could get locally i'm like ooh, i know where that place is i can go there (laughs) (laughs) i get that reference (laughs) nice thing is you can offer to share too and she'll be like no i don't want any you're like all right i offered yeah yeah pretty much (laughs) i i do all the time hey Mm -hmm. do you want some oreos no (laughs) not not those oreos (laughs) oh well you know she and jackie have that in common because she also is not a huge pumpkin spice person, but they do have good taste in men. Yeah. So it's, it's funny. We, we went out on a, I, I guess it was a triple date. <laughs> we went out with a couple of other couples last night. And, uh, uh, well, I no. <laughs> oh, okay. We went okay. to dinner. A social and then, date. <laughs> a social date. Yeah. And then there was some shopping. And uh, so it was funny because. It was all three of us guys who were like, yeah, pumpkin spice this and pumpkin spice that. And all three of the women were like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, it's, it's the millennium of equality, right? We, we yeah. did get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it was, it was kind of like, to, you know, pat us on the head. That's nice, dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of funny afterwards, you know, it's like, huh. Drink your pumpkin spice latte and shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Although I I have drawn the line because I've seen it. I've not Uh bought it. I refuse to have pumpkin spice whiskey. That just sounds wrong. Kind of does. Now, I'm not saying you can't take a whiskey and a pumpkin spice liqueur. Like, yeah, you could do a mixed drink of some kind, but just pumpkin spice whiskey sounds, sounds dreadful. Yeah, I. You know what I think might work though. Pumpkin spice rum. Oh no, that would be good. Yeah, because they already do spiced rum, so it would make sense to just do you know pumpkin spice rum. Yeah, it would. And pumpkin spice mead's good. I've I've got one in the other room. Yeah. And get on that, Captain Morgan. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I said, get on that, Captain Morgan. Uh, the captain anyway yeah <laughs> so yeah 
You're actually drinking something more alcoholic than me tonight. Oh, what are you or, having? Or at least, well, the, the Jacko, but mine's only 4. Oh, yeah, 4%, yeah, yeah. And then and the thing on your, the app says 5% for yours? I think yeah. it's only 4. Is it 5? Okay, I'm five. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> You're drinking more than me tonight. <laughs> so, so far. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm ready to talk about the movie when you are. Okay. I am ready to talk about the movie. Let's talk about the movie. We should. What's the name of this movie? This movie is called Quite On. <laughs> Ghost stories. Yep. That is Sorry. pretty much what the translation means. Ghost stories. So I, a little history on the word. I, I actually discovered this word and therefore how I discovered the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a... a Let's just say I went to a, a sci-fi fantasy convention. Oh, hi, but I know it's when you're talking about. That's, um, yeah, it's not necessarily child-friendly. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go any further. I don't. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> but there was a, uh, they, they had, you know, like regular vendors and stuff. They didn't, didn't sell a whole lot of gaming stuff, but um and there weren't a lot of celebrities there, but there were some, you know, like clothing and, and there were some actual regular clothing, you know, like t-shirts and stuff. And this one I, I saw, um, it, it was a black shirt and the design that was screen printed on it was also black. Nice. Yeah. And the design, it was, uh, kanji. So it was Japanese writing, traditional Japanese writing. And there was a, uh, the tag that came with it that was attached, you know, said that it was, uh, that the word was quite on and that it was Japanese for ghost story. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. So I kind of was, you know, just out of curiosity, kind of looking it up and stuff online. And I discovered th this film. So yeah, eventually down the road, I got it. Now the word quite on is actually a more archaic word now. I guess the, the the more modern word is kaidon, but it's it's the same the same meaning. It's just they drop the W out of the pronunciation. Very interesting. Yeah, this is uh, it's it's an anthology. So there's there are four stories in the movie. All four stories are taken from, uh, for the most part, not exclusively, but they are taken from a book uh quite on stories and studies of strange things which was published in 1904 and it was uh written by a man named lafcadio hearn now i've not read the book um i do somewhere have an epub copy of it or maybe even an epub and a pdf copy of it so yeah i've not read it but it you know, after having seen the movie and what I've read of it, it sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. But the author sounds interesting too. I kind of briefly looked him up and yeah, got a quite a quite a life and background. Yes. Yeah. Um not sure actually his let's see. So what was it? He was he was born in Greece. Yeah, born in Greece, moved to Dublin. Mm -hmm. but, uh, came to the United States. 
yeah, um, wound up in Japan. Um, yeah. Actually took a Japanese pen name, Koizumi Yakumo. Yeah. I mean, we could probably do an episode just on him, just because of yeah. all the interesting stuff he did. We could. Yeah, but we're not going to. Well, not today, and <laughs> I'm going to leave it up to you. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so, it's, so the movie is, uh, like I said, it's an anthology. It's a collection of four ghost stories. It's in color. I think that out of the four we, we were going to do, this is the first one that's in color. Actually came out in 1965. I, for some reason, thought it came out after Kuroneko. So I've actually got those two backwards in, in the order in which we watched them and have recorded them, but that doesn't mean they won't come out in the order that they were released. I, whatever. <laughs> How dare you? The Yuki Ona is going to come after you now. Ooh. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Maybe she already has and she's in the other room pretending to be. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> no, Rebecca went to game. <laughs> Maybe she is off gaming. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's a three-hour-long movie, but it was it was good. Uh, yeah, and I did not remember that um, when I suggested doing these. <laughs> when I sat down to watch it, I'm, I'm like, oh, God, like an hour and a half, and maybe two hours, and. Uh, at some point, I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm through the first two stories, and I need to go to bed." Yeah, I split it up into three three different. Scenes. Yeah. So I, I will admit, the third story, I kind of did what you did um, with. I think it was Ugetsu. You said you kind of fast forwarded through some of the slower parts. I or think it, so. Or was it Corona? Yeah. I think anyway, one of them you said you, yeah, one of them you said you kind of fast forwarded through some of the slower parts. And I, I did that with the third story. Um, I actually had the advantage of having watched this before. So I knew kind of what the story was, was, but I, yeah, I did. Uh, I did watch the whole thing. So uh, I, I got to watch it on a, a kind of streaming service that I get through work and you can do 10 second increments. And like the other movies that we've watched, mm-hmm it's very slow in some spots i you know it yeah. shows people just like walking around being all tense for like two minutes yeah so i would hit 10 second forward uh and this one too uh, a little bit but yeah I, I actually watched anything with talking and action and horror yeah and there's some spooky stuff in this one yeah i didn't actually find the others overly spooky much much more like morality plays with a bit of horror but this one was yeah I mean, there's still, you know, a bit of morality in a couple of the, the segments, but. Yeah, um, it's uh, I, the the first one. Um, I mean, we, we you know, we've t- touched on the whole thing of, especially with Ugetsu, you know, you had the one character that wanted to be the samurai. So he, you know, goes off and, and kind of warms his way into being a samurai and, you know, in the process leaves his wife to a bad fate. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and uh, the the first story in this one, um, it's titled "The Black Hair." Eek! Yeah, Kurokami. That is much easier to say than Kuro Neko. <laughs> Kur- <laughs> Kuro Neko. Yeah, see up there. <laughs> Kurokami. Um, the Black Hair. So this one, this is adapted 
from one of Hearn's stories called The Reconciliation, which actually was not in the Quite On book. It was in a, a 1900 book called Shadow, Shadowings. <sighs> yeah. Now this, because uh, I, I think, I don't remember if it's, I, I know the last, when we did the last episode on this, you had asked me if there was a thing that tied all the stories together. And there is a narrator who pops up periodically. Um, I think more in this first story than in any of the others. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't know if I, yeah, didn't really put that together as a tying it together, but a narrator does. Yeah. Kind of like um, the cookkeeper. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But he actually, you know, kind of, it, he kind of glosses over some spots in, uh, during the actual story, instead of being, you know, kind of a in-between story thing. But in this one, you've got a, you've got somebody who's actually, a samurai but he's kind of down on his luck and he leaves his wife who is a weaver and he goes off and and he sells his services to a feudal lord and eventually the lord offers his daughter's hand in marriage and the guy marries into the family and everything but the the marriage sucks and you know it's kind of loveless and all that and he eventually he realizes you know when my term of service is up i'm leaving and he he goes home to his first wife it's the reconciliation yeah oh yeah now for the second wife was such a snot <laughs> oh yeah yeah and that's that's part of the reason why he wanted to leave um <laughs> I, you know do you not want to come take your wife no tell her to fuck off and go back to her family <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> but yeah so he, he goes home to his first wife and and they have their reconciliation but it's when he wakes up the next morning it, it, that he realizes that his actions were you know harmful to her and it was actually too late for the reconciliation well kind of kind of not yeah i mean yeah there's a there's a night of reconciliation yeah but then the next day <laughs> i i wasn't sure i was gonna let you because you don't always like to give spoilers even though this is you know what 50 60 57 years old <laughs> something like that yeah yeah it he wakes up the night the next morning and realizes he has spent the night with her corpse and as he's freaking out over this, he gets attacked by her luxurious black hair, hence the title. <laughs> by the way, that's the, the black hair attacking is horribly cheesy, but for 1965, it's what you would expect from any movie. Yeah. And, and for 1965, it was pretty well done, as cheesy as it is. Oh, the, his uh, change when he's attacked yes is fantastic because he starts getting it's like being scared by a ghost he becomes pale and yeah his hair is yeah he yeah that transformation is awesome yes and by by the end of the segment he's he's also dead so Eek. <laughs> so i'm trying now, to think of um okay no i don't have it much yeah the, this may have been my least favorite but i still liked it okay i would have to agree with that because i think out of out of the four 
it's it's maybe the most monster movie kind of story um maybe the second would be up there with it but but yeah close yeah but i guess it's really interesting to see how feudal japan worked with this segment with uh, the the upper upper crust yeah Uh, but anyway uh. So, so did you have anything else on the black hair nope okay the next one is it honestly it's probably my favorite out of the four personally it's called the woman of the snow yuki ona is, is the japanese for it ona, yuki ona. Oh, uh, 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 uh. yuki's gonna get you yuki's gonna get you <laughs> yeah yes yes she is <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I just started saying, chanting that, and it went right into the Grinch Night songs. So. <laughs> um, this one does come from the the uh, Quite On book, and as you might expect, uh, the Woman of the Snow it starts off in winter. Uh, you know, I actually looked up to see if Japan gets snowfall because I wasn't sure they they did, but I'm thinking, well, they wouldn't have written about snow if they didn't get snow and. <laughs> And yeah, there are certain regions, especially up north, that, that do. The southern, not as much, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it starts off with two two woodcutters. One's older, one's younger. And they get caught in a blizzard. And they take refuge in a, uh, in a hut to get out of, the, out of the blizzard. And the older one is killed by the, by the Yukiona, by the, the snow spirit, I guess, you know. And when she turns to uh, the younger one, she kind of takes pity on him. She, you know, you're, you're very handsome. I will spare your life. It's, this is where it reminded me a lot of, of a European fairy tale. Or maybe not a European fairy tale, but of a, a fairy story, fairy tale kind of thing where I will spare your life if you make me this promise and don't break it. Yeah, and by the way, I'd never heard anybody in a Japanese film say hubba hubba before. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, sometimes when I'm bored watching things, I might put in my own words. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she tells him basically, never speak of this. I know who you are, and I'll know if you do. And if you do, I will come kill you. Yeah, no, that's actually not a bad scene when he kills. She kills the older. You're right. Yeah, it's it's the effects are 1965. They're not going to be impressive, mm-hmm. but but it was neat. And I bet in 65 that would have been cool. So, yeah. Well, and the way they did the lighting, the with her makeup, and and just you know it 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 really worked. And I, um, so this one and the third one you can really tell that they were filmed on a set like in a in a studio set because the backgrounds are very obviously fake there's like this surrealist painting that's supposed to represent the the storm and the clouds in the sky but at the same time it looks like eyes looking down on the characters i so this isn't my favorite Mm -hmm. um I actually may, may be tied for second without I'll get to that. But that part, I love the backdrops. Yes. And it, it yeah, they're gorgeous. And they they almost reflect her mood 
yes like to me uh any time whether well i won't spoil what we're going to talk about in 30 seconds but <laughs> yeah i love those yeah i love those backdrops they were gorgeous so he survives he's taken home uh because the 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 person who owns the hut was away and they come back the next morning and they find him and so he he recovers and that summer uh he's walking home and he meets this beautiful young woman on the road and he offers to escort her to the village where she can stay the night and while she winds up staying for um several years <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking that they said uh the the article i'm looking at doesn't specify how many years but i'm thinking in the in the film they actually wind up mentioning how long she was there i don't remember but they wind up married and have a happy life together uh, but the older women in the town mentioned that the young woman yuki even after giving birth to three children still maintains her youthful figure and youthful face and but yeah. one night yeah so one night um and by the way that's uh, but I, that, that was a spoiler i didn't want to get until jody mentioned that they're happy mm -hmm. and in the backgrounds when they're off in the, the fields just enjoying each other's company and that is a, a euphemism once anyway mm -hmm. but the, the backgrounds yeah. are beautiful like it's almost like a a bright red but not a scary red like a, a warm red orange with a happy sun yes. type of thing so yeah, yeah they, they make really good use of the backgrounds mm -hmm. so one night as they're preparing for new year's he is making sandals for everybody for, for her and for the children and as he's explaining something to her he catches sight of her in the light the angle and it reminds him of the woman of the snow the, the yukiona <laughs> just like tam rosebeer's story well it very much makes me think of the glamour of the snow it's and i think that's I, I, yeah i think that's part of the reason why it's my favorite story out of the movie but she asks him you know why what he was thinking about and he 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 tells her the story you know and he's oh well, this thing happened and it was just like a dream and so weird and that's when she tells him i told you never to tell anyone that story you broke your promise i should kill you like i told you i would but i will not because the children in there are going to need you because now i have to leave yeah and honestly i never got that like i can understand not telling anybody else but you were there that night too wife <laughs> i'm not telling anybody anything that you didn't know right but, yeah well yeah but i did love that she accepted the sandals he made him even made her after even she left yeah yeah because she she leaves and he takes them outside and leaves them in the snow because it's new year's so it's winter again and when he goes back out to check they, well actually no i think um they actually show them disappear yeah they that like, was actually good graphics for 65 too yeah yeah they actually show them fade away so which doesn't seem like it'd be a big deal but snow's blowing over them too and that snow didn't change like it was really well done yeah which leads us to the third one which i think is the longest segment <laughs> oh it is the longest segment this is the one that I had to forward through a little, fast forward through a little bit, but I, I like this one. I almost think you're going to say this was your favorite. It is. I, I, I liked it a lot. 
I kind of thought when you said it was coming up, I figured it was this one. I, I would say probably my second favorite. I, I'm kind of like you. I think uh, I think the black hair is probably my least favorite, um, yeah. but still really good. So Hoichi, the earless, and and I don't. Um, I am not entirely sure what Hoichi means in the entirety of the name, but I know Ichi is like Japanese for one, or it could be used for the first. Hmm. I I have no idea. Although, um, yeah, huh, I was trying to find it for you, and evidently Hoichi the earless earless is actually well known in Japanese folklore. So when he wrote it, it was. <laughs> yeah. So this one, this one again, actually was in Hearn's book, Quite On. One of the things I do like about this one, some of the actors were regulars in Akira Kurosawa's films. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if you've watched Seven Samurai or Rashomon or Yojimbo or, you know, stuff like that, some of these actors also appear in those movies. But this, this is the story of uh, Hoichi. He's a, a, a young man. He's blind. Uh, he, he plays the biwa, which, which is a Japanese uh, stringed instrument. Um, I don't know what to compare it to. Maybe a lute? Kind of the, the way it's shaped? Shaped kind of like a lute. But it's got a high-pitched twangy. Yeah. And I don't mean banjo twangy either. No, no. But if you watch when he's playing, he's also, um, he's doing a tremolo with his finger too. Yes. Um, Tremolos with one hand while he plectrums with the other. Yes. So he, he's actually, he specializes in singing this one, this one song. Uh, it's the tale of the Haiki. It was about a battle uh, between two clans. It's, it's uh, actually a battle that actually did happen historically. He, he lives at a temple. As, as opposed to battle that will happen in the future, historically. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Fair point. Fair point. Well, I mean, what I was getting at is it's not something that was made up for the story. It's yeah, an actual. It's yeah. not fictional. Right. It's not fictional. That's it's actually historical. I know. I, yeah. I actually knew what you meant. But... Smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, he so he, he lives at the temple. He's he's an attendant there. The, the others that are, that are there kind of look after him. And so one night he decides to start play his instrument. And this samurai walks in. Now, he's blind. He can't see the guy. But, you know, the, the viewers can tell the guy's supernatural because of the makeup on his face. So that's the, too, right? I think he, yeah, because he may have, he may have appeared out of nothing. I couldn't remember if he walked in from the path or if he just appeared in the, in the garden and walked up. But in, anyway, this ghostly samurai comes, comes in and, and tells him that his Lord wishes to have a performance at his house. And then he, he leads him to this, this house, uh, manor, whatever. Uh, one of the others at the temple notices that he's gone that night. And they, you know, kind of freak out the next, later on the next day when they realize that he's in bed sleeping because he wasn't there that morning when they got up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, so th this happens several times. Um, the head priest uh asks him you know why he goes out and 
you know, but Hoichi won't tell him anything. He, you know, it's, I, uh, and, and then one night um, he disappears during a storm and the priest tells some of the others, hey, follow him. Well, the, they follow him that where he's been going is to a graveyard. And he's, yeah, and he's, he's been reciting this story, singing this song for one of the clans that was involved in the battle who got wiped out. And I don't just mean all the soldiers. I mean the clan, because when they show in flashbacks the battle, it's the royal, or the, I don't say royal, but it's the, the household. It's the, the Lord and his wife and the children and are all there. Yeah, little kids, younglings killed by weird guys with lightsabers. Yeah. So anyway, they, they drag him back because he, he's like, no, I don't want to go. I'm singing to my, these people want to hear the song. You can't, you know, and, and they're like, no, they're ghosts. <laughs> you can't stay here. <laughs> the ghosts were both done. That's why I liked it. It was just perfectly they, done yeah. with how they, how they come into being and how they leave and the, the, the will-o'-wisps almost with the flying balls of fire. Oh, those, I'm still trying to figure out how they did those. That was because you don't see any strings. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you, you can tell that it's a double exposed image, but it's like, how the hell did they just get the flames like that? Yeah, those are good. Well, maybe it's not a double exposed image because you can literally see the smoke coming off of the fireballs. And I'm yeah. like, damn, they, they did a really good job with that effect. And I don't know how they did it. And I was like, shit yeah that was good and but the the costumes and everything of the yeah dead samurai warriors and the the nobles and yeah, that was that was quite good yeah and because as he's doing that last performance but before his friends come in and grab him as the camera moves around the room the camera would be on him and then it would switch to a shot of you know some of the some of the people listening and they'd be dressed in all their finery and then it cut back to him and then it would cut back to another group of them. And, you know, they, they were no longer dressed in their finery. They were dressed in their armor or, you know, something like that. And then we'd cut back to him and then back to them. And then the backdrop is like flames of the underworld and they look more ghostly with the makeup. And <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cool. Very much so. Um, and he also, the, the longer he spends with them, the more, he starts to look like a ghost oh and the and the house that's actually the graveyard unlike the other movies we've talked about where there is a a ghost house on the ruins of somebody else's house this one when he's in there there are actually things that give it away like the pillars that would be holding up the ceiling are they're damaged it's like there is no roof you know, the floors look nice, but the, the pillars are all messed up. So, yeah. So anyway, they, you know, they, they get him back to the temple. The priest tells him, you know, hey, those are ghosts. We can protect you, but we got to do this. Uh, they, they do this Buddhist sutra over his entire body, his face, everything. It'll make him invisible to the ghosts as long as he meditates and doesn't make any sounds, no matter what happens. So he sits there. The next night and meditating and you know being quiet and the the samurai shows up to lead him back to the house and that's when you realize that they forgot to write the sutra on his ears 
Oh, I see his Biwa. Where is him? Hmm. Well, the emperor told me to come and get him. Oh, look, ears. <laughs> and he, yeah. Hence, Hoichi the earless. <laughs> that part was a little rough. That was, yeah. I, you know, just take out your ghost sword and cut the ears off. Jesus, he ripped them off with his hands. <laughs> yep. But Hoichi does survive. And his, his story actually gets out. And a, a, an actual, you know, a lord who's alive actually comes to the temple with his retinue and to uh, hear Hoichi perform. And that's the kind of where that story ended. But, yeah. His retainers aren't entirely sure everybody's real that are coming in. But. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the last one is called In a Cup of Tea. And uh, so this one actually was not in the Quiet-On book. Uh, this comes from a 1902 book of Lafcadio Hearn's called Koto, being Japanese curious with sundry cobwebs. Interesting title. A little bit. Yeah. And this one is actually a writer, Hearn, writing about a writer. <laughs> How inceptionish. <laughs> yeah. So the writer in the story, he's he's waiting for his publisher to show up. And in the meantime, he tells this story of a uh, of an attendant to a, a samurai lord or whatever and, and and it's kind of in the in the context of a, an unfinished story yeah yeah the, the the samurai or attendant or whoever the, the warrior in yeah. the story keeps seeing this figure in water and mm -hmm. figure shows up and says oh, you saw me earlier today and you know samurai thinks he's jacking with him so swings the sword around a little bit and yeah. Can't ever really get him from what it looks like. Right. And uh, then, then that ghostly person has three retainers show up and say, you hurt him. He's going to come back in 16 days or whatever it is. Something like that. Yeah. And, and kill you. And and he gets pissed off at the, the, the three retainers and starts to attack them too. Although he's not having a very good time of it. Yeah. Because even when he does connect, they seem to regenerate. Yeah. The, but the, the fight was neat. Yeah, he's not having a, like, connects, but then it doesn't do any good. But then it just stops. And that's where yeah. Jody mentioned the unfinished, unfinished aspect of the story. Yeah. So the author within the story, it kind of narrates that, you know, he could finish the story, but he's not going to. He's just going to leave it up to the reader's imagination. Now, James mentioned earlier that he, the attendant samurai, was seeing this other figure in in the water and it's not like he was reflected in the water he was just because the guy went to take a drink and he he pours a bowl of water and he looks in it and there's this guy looking back at him it's not his own reflection <laughs> yeah and, yeah and eventually after pouring the water out several times and refilling it and still seeing the guy he, he eventually drinks it and that's you know when the guy shows up later he says you you've injured me by doing that i'm like that's kind of a weird ghost thing so yeah, then it bumps back to the the author. Yeah, comes uh, the, back to the, the in story author who wrote the story about the attendant who saw the ghost. <laughs> yes, and his publisher shows up, and um, his his sister lives with him. She takes care of the house, and she's like, "Well, I've I've not seen him this morning." And so they they kind of look around, and the the sister is like, well, "Would you like some tea?" And I was, "Oh yes." So she goes to get tea from the cistern or whatever in the in the house screams freaks out runs out of the room 
But the publisher is like, what the heck? You know, so he goes and he looks and he jumps back all aghast and, and, <laughs> ah, and the camera slowly moves in and up over the edge of the cistern and, and, and looks in and there's the author trapped in the water. Not, the not drowned, trapped in the water. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a genie in a bottle, but, but in water. Yeah. Um, the... it, it says here a large jar of water, so I guess we can call it that. I guess, but it looked like a well or cistern to me, too. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's the, the four stories of Quiton. That, that fourth one, uh -huh. I did like. I, I actually thought that end where it shows the author in the water was perhaps the spookiest. Yes, I think so too. He's like, the, yeah, the spookiest five seconds out of the whole three hours. Yeah. And it's the shortest. It, it is. It's only like 25 minutes out of a three hour movie. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the fight scene was good against the, the kind of oh, yeah. painters that could show how he can't quite. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. That's why I think it might be my second favorite. But the woman of the snow is up there too. So I don't know. Eh, I kind of see that they were good yeah yeah i do i i do i the acting in this movie i think is really good you know even though some of the effects are kind of cheesy uh i it, it's fun <laughs> yeah but that actually that's all i have on quite on the film cool. um, again uh this one was uh, it, it is available here in the u.s through the criterion collection so you can, uh, several bookstores, I know Barnes and Noble carry the Criterion Collection in their um, DVD, or yeah, in their media section of the store where they've got like CDs and DVDs and stuff like that. Cool. Um, actually, I was going to see, I guess I could do, uh, yeah, because I didn't talk about who directed it. Uh, Masaki Kobayashi. Um, I think this is probably the only thing I've seen of his. There's too many actors. I don't want to go into all their names. <laughs> uh, apparently, Roger Ebert described it as an assembly of ghost stories that is among the most beautiful films I've seen. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got an approval rating of 91% based on 43 reviews. Average rating of 7.8 out of 10. But yeah, it's it's uh, I, I enjoy it. Apparently, James did too. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Now, if you want to know what other movies came out in 1965 to get an idea of the same time period, I have that information, but it's up to you. Sure, go ahead. I bet there's a James Bond movie. Thunderball. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I kind of figured I'd just kind of talk, like mention the ones that we talked about. Yeah. Um, except Sound of Music it was number one. That'll oh, be well. the, the best known. Yeah. So, you know, give everybody an idea. And, and then that's kind of it. Uh, I mean, uh, Dr. Zhivago, but we've not talked, but Alec Guinness was in it. So, oh, okay. Know, about that. Like Alec Guinness. Yeah. The, the funny part is that out of the top 10 grossing films of 1965, because mm -hmm. uh, we talked about Kuro Nico, a cat. Mm -hmm. Well, there's that darn cat, Cat Blue, and What's New Pussycat were in the top 10. <laughs> nice. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I did pull up the others too, by the way, you know, okay. if you want them, because we didn't talk about those, but we can just kind of ignore those and 
and and we we can do the the 77 ones on the next movie okay yeah we'll do that yeah so i won't say the 1968 was 2001 a space odyssey (laughs) okay i didn't hear that right and the 1953 one definitely was not Gentlemen Prefer Blondes or Disney's Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that either. Definitely not either of those. Okay. Well, that's all I got. I got nothing more. You've <laughs> taken it all. <laughs> Fucking leeches. <laughs> you put me with nothing. Give it back. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't want it either. <laughs> cool. No, I don't I don't have anything either. Okay, cool. On that note, we should wrap this one up. We should. And we're trying to. <laughs> so remember spooky season, you get lots of extras. Hope you're listening. Yeah. And you should definitely share us, rate us, review us, email us, send us beer money. Yeah. And yeah, on that note, I am Yuki Seamus. Uh, yeah, I'm just Jody. <laughs> but he's spooky, Jody. <laughs> okay. Spooky Jody. Yeek. <laughs> and on that note, we will scare you later. <laughs> Boo. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Actually, I don't know if I'm trying to foreshadow anything or if some people now think we're going to be out of their window tonight. <laughs> I was I was going to add the bye after I said boo, and I thought, no, I'm going to cut it off right after I say boo. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, cut it off there, and you can put this as an outtake. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what you said. I don't know. Hacking the arm around. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to read my handwriting because I can't. I hear the pepper. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he decided to stay in here. I just opened up a a thing of cranberry juice for for Jackie. And Ah. he decided to stay. Now he's just barking at at the door. (laughs) There's a Uniona on the other side. (laughs) Yeah. He was barking at me. He probably was. Because <laughs> he does that. There's that hairy fuck. <laughs> yeah. I hear him. I don't see him, but I hear him. I'm going to bark at him. I can smell him too, even though he's miles away. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>